0: First and foremost, congratulations are in order. ASAP Rocky, New
1: York think, did it again. I think you were going to quote J. Cole. I think you were like, first things first. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that as well. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real. The only father that we ever knew. You know what I'm saying? Now, ASAP is trying to be a better you. Of you. <laughs>
1: it up like Forrest gone mix with Usain Ball, but you never really made it back, you kept paving waves, when I spin the globe, I'm connected across the map. I'm a walk-in business brand, I'm a mogul with LLC, what you telling me?
0: Hey, it's your boy, Faking No Moves, the No Politics Podcast. I'm with my people, as always.
1: Yeah, Harry BNYC over here. In Oregon,
0: Oregon, Oregon Genius. Working genius, also in the building, in a yeah, different yeah, building, yeah. but You're in the building <laughs> you know, always. It don't matter, it don't gotta be the same building. Three different ones. Yep. Yeah, no, it's,
1: it's pandemic, you know, COVID era. Like no need yeah.
0: to be in the same building. Facts, yeah. facts, facts. But um, yeah. it's another weekly dose of that of that talk. You already know that Carter Water talk. What's up though? You know, we had a lot of things since last week. You know, um, football, fucking hip hop, fucking basketball
1: nah, nah, no no yeah the most important story Rihanna ASAP Rocky mm, definitely right you already know that's a that's a big W yeah <laughs> I, I mean I guess. New York City
0: <laughs> New York City people can't get enough music so but <laughs> I mean, and I culture guess. and culture yeah like ASAP Rocky that's my boy I know him for mad years Word, congrats word. oh yeah <laughs> nah, nah man <laughs> <laughs> but the way people would congratulate and you would think everyone know him like personally and, and know Rihanna personally and all that so oh, okay. that's why I say that you know joking around and shit cry, but yo yeah man I seen a meme that just like I felt was the, the best part of the whole discovery of this Rihanna being pregnant situation where they said New York Dudes got Beyonce and Rihanna pregnant.
2: I saw that. I did see that. Big W. Who hasn't seen the picture that we've all seen a million times? Yeah. Facts. Uh, Man. In, in
1: Harlem. Shout out to Harlem.
2: Harlem, yeah. I guess. I mean, we just give it, we just give it Harlem credit (laughs) but it's like
0: shout out to the Caribbean. (laughs) Uh, They did it. She did it. Yeah. She always knew growing up in the Caribbean, it was going to be someone from New York. You know, New York just special like that, you know?
2: I guess, yeah. I mean, that's how people have been treating it.
1: I will say this though. Like, you know, all the dudes who thought they had a shot with Rihanna for all of those years where she was kind of like bouncing from dude to dude y'all had a good run y'all had a good run almost but <laughs> it looks like that run has come to an end and i'm gonna include myself in that that group of, of <laughs> who for whatever reason believe that they had a chance with Rihanna but you know what i mean because as long as she's not wiped up you be like you know what one of these days Pump into her, and it's gonna happen like this, and you put yeah. it out of your mind. But well, it's that's, like, you, know you have no chance.
2: It's but, funny, you but you came that. close it's almost. Fu- <laughs> it's almost. funny you say that because, like, I'm a firm believer. Like, if I got like a celebrity crush, I'm the type that'll be like, Yo, put me in a room with her for 10 minutes, I'm getting the Word. number. Like, that's I like, exactly. I go in with that level of
0: confidence, but, but that's how you yeah. gotta feel.
1: Like, yeah. that's that. See, that's the New York swag, that's probably what won her over. That's Rocky, prop,
0: that's. You know that's definitely the same vibe Rocky had.
2: Oh yeah, I was thinking like cuz cause, cause you mentioned all, all the previous people. Would when y'all heard they were together, would y'all like put them like she could end up with him? Or would you yeah. or did you just think like he was just another one?
1: Nah I thought so. You I know why so. the long yes, play the bash, think about it. it. Go ahead, go ahead. They they've been with they've been kind of like circling each other for a minute like linked think about linked it and shit. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But once I really, really knew, like, okay, for sure they're together, they were coming out together, you know, met Gala, all that stuff, you know, there was already rumors she might be pregnant. I thought about it and I said, if there's gonna be anyone that could be a long time like soulmate, <laughs> there's gotta be someone. He was really from thinking New deep York. about has gotta be her. someone from New York, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. So that's funny. yeah, that's 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 the proper way to kick off the start of this uh podcast. Like why why else would we kick it off any other way? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But
1: ASAP Rocky, ASAP Mob, you know.
0: Rest in peace, ASAP Yam. Yes, sir. Or, you know what I'm saying? You, you and of course ASAP Yam will make that happen from, from heaven, like pulling those. <laughs> yeah, my boy Rocky gonna get Rihanna. Gonna get you know what I'm saying? Therapy. Like, come on, angels in the outfield, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's but, true. uh, facts, yeah. So, shout out to all of them. But let's get to the meat and potatoes because
2: uh, before we even get to the meat and potatoes, I want to say because y'all kicked it off with that like immediately. <laughs> like, y'all really wanted <laughs> to talk about that. I was gonna say though, shout out to fucking Ty the Sound God and Arts, yeah, for the intro, for the that intro, intro yes. Um, we finally no got politics
0: officially um, called No Politics.
2: Yes. It was actually I I was gonna cause after we played it to start, I was gonna ask Eric like what he thought of it because this is it's his first time like hearing it this way. You heard the no politics track by arts, the full no politics track?
1: No politics was that on um No, no,
0: no. This is he showed a snippet of it on his on his IG.
1: Okay, okay, because cause it kind of sounded like I heard it before, but I wasn't sure. He was playing like snippet of
0: of it.
2: Okay. Couple, so I think you posted it a couple it. times so if you That's- haven't heard it in full we just chopped up some some of it with ty uh and he like helped us put it together like a 30 second intro nah, thing, no, but- don't, don't.
1: you need to get that instrumental too though
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yo produced now by we can ty get to the, the song god as well so but yeah yeah definitely yeah i've almost forgot to to shout them out yeah facts, it was the first thing
1: know, that so bad.
0: new york though we winning them, all
1: I, he started he started going down the list of things i was like no nah, let me just we gotta get this in there and get it out the way it's yeah, yeah, not yeah, really yeah. what what we really want to talk about you gotta, <laughs> yeah, yeah. gotta kind of acknowledge uh we have like, to acknowledge you know, it because
2: people wouldn't stop acknowledging it yeah, facts
1: I know, I know, I know you were getting worked up. I know I saw your stories on IG, and you kind of had uh, something along the lines of like, <laughs> "Wow, <laughs> I haven't seen this already like twenty times in one day."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, thanks guys. I didn't know Rihanna was pregnant. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was, it, since yeah. we're on the topic of New York and meat and potatoes, and you know, New York people love meat and potatoes. Pause. But, <laughs> All right. Don't ever bad. Actually, we love Tim's now. Nah. But um, the fucking Giants, bro. What's up with the Giants? We gonna oh, talk. We okay. gonna talk sports. Okay. I know when you think football, you think about right now. You think about the Super Bowl, which obviously we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the young boys, what they're doing. But mm-hmm. recently, Giants. You know, which is. A major market, you know, we haven't been doing too well for a couple years. We're rehauling, we're rebuilding, and we got a new general manager. We're looking for a new coach. We end up with our coach. But between the two final candidates, this news breaks out where Brian Flores, if you don't know who I'm talking about, is suing the NFL for not giving him uh fair fair treatment fair consideration for a job yeah and and one of the main things is kind of revolved around the the new york giants coaching uh search so i feel like why not just get right to that as well you know what i'm saying some little controversy
1: what i just to set it up right so actually Flores is, Brian Flores, former coach of the Miami Dolphins, who was recently let go at the end of the season, right? Became an available candidate to the surprise of many people, because, you know, he did his thing in uh in Miami. Arasa didn't have a ton of talent, you know, in three seasons. I think he had a winning record, if I'm not mistaken, by two games, I want to say, or like it one is game. For, I mean,
2: Miami has been solid like they finished the yeah. season strong and they had a winning record last year i believe And just so he was like
1: 10 and 6 last year this past season they were what nine in uh if they had nine was...
2: wins then they're nine and eight yeah but i, I don't know they they had, i don't know their record
1: yeah long story short so he was let go by the miami dolphins uh you know their side they cited some differences the front office with him there were reports that leaked out about his relationship with other players um a revolving door regarding his coaching staff offensive coordinators and stuff like that his assistant supposedly on bringing in deshaun watson he didn't believe in uh in a Tua as as the quarterback going forward with the team so there's a lot of stories that leak about that so the giants ended up um they ended up hiring the assistant general manager for the buffalo bills joe shane right am i saying yeah. that right <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Her, um who in the moment they hired Joe Shane, most people believed that he was going to hire somebody or really seriously look at somebody from the Buffalo Bills staff to exactly. the head coach that he needs. So Exactly. After Joe Judge was fired and uh, David Gettleman retired, quote unquote. Um, got the boot. Right, right. So Joe Shane became the new Giants GM, quickly got to work, and all the rumors that you heard since... Even before they hired Joe Shane, yes, you we're know, talking about Brian Dable.
0: They were—it was a team like they, right. th- them two were gonna come and rehaul right. what's going on in, in in the organization.
1: The offensive coordinator, Brian Dable of the the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. So that kind of sets the stage. Uh, the Giants did hire Brian Dable as the as their new head coach. Um, just like most media outlets were reporting that that was the the belief around the league. Yes. Which leads us to Brian Flores. So Brian Flores was interviewed by the New York Giants, along with several other candidates, uh, including their defense coordinator. uh, You know, uh, was it Graham, uh, Graham, right? Patrick Graham? I want to say.
2: Yeah, Alicia. Okay. Patrick (laughs) Patrick (laughs) Stark. Not Uh, to be confused.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, the Giants... You know, from the outside looking in, it looks like they were kind of conducting a regular coaching search, right? You know, like they were whatever available candidates were the best candidates. They interviewed Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator for the for the Cowboys, and uh Leslie Frazier, who's also defensive coordinator from the Buffalo Bills. So they hired yeah. they, they interviewed two Buffalo Bills. Long story short, so the Giants, you know, make their uh their announcement Brian Dable's offensive coordinator and now Brian Flores comes out uh this week what was it Tuesday so, was somewhere that?
0: around there
1: somewhere Tuesday around Wednesday there. he comes out and he accuses the NFL of uh, of basically Not giving them a fair shake right basically of 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 racism and um and it stems in part from the Rooney rule which is basically kind of an affirmative action kind of rule in the NFL that's supposed to um, guarantee that a certain number of minority candidates are high, are basically interviewed for yeah. general manager front which, office positions and coaching positions. But
0: I don't I don't disagree with him. I think there is racism in the NFL, and the Rooney Rule might be rooted from racism because it was affirmative action basically yeah Yeah. exactly so it is except except there's no hiring
1: quota so like they have to interview somebody but But they don't have to hire hire. yeah you know with affirmative action typically if i'm running a company no politics network Mm -hmm. by law i'm supposed to not only hire i mean uh interview a certain number of minority candidates or Mm -hmm. else you know, but I'm also supposed to hire those people in the company.
2: We're gonna hire all whites. All whites? I no, <laughs> <I had> no. <laughs> <five>. <laughs> so all Dominicans. All Dominicans.
1: <laughs> all Dominicans. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what is it? Flores is saying. I guess the biggest thing out of this is the whole Bill Belichick thing. The, the way Bill that, Belichick
2: te- text message. Yeah,
1: yeah. Bill Belichick. Basically, is the reason for this lawsuit if you really think about it. He, yeah, he, he provided what the smoking gun, or well,
0: the reason why the Giants' name is being thrown in there. Like, and and since it's one of the biggest markets, media is running with us as one of the main focuses of this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I do believe that this probably was going to happen regardless. Bill just fucked up. And made it worse, but I don't even think Bill really did anything bad. But but I'm gonna let you finish before I even
1: get to that. No, so what? So Bill Belichick sends a congratulatory text.
0: Let's
2: look at the text. Let's let's take it to the text.
1: Yeah. There you go. Oh, uh, I can't Stop. read
0: it. Y'all gotta read it for me. You so can't read that. So
1: <laughs> Belichick sends a text to Brian, right? Now. He didn't send it to the right, Brian. <laughs> yes. He sent it to Brian Flores, not Brian Dable. So he's he congratulating Brian Dable. So he he says, "Sounds like you it's have classic money. Bill. Congrats." <laughs> Flores responds, "Did you hear something I didn't hear?" Oh man, Belichick <laughs> responds. Giants with Wait, let's
2: pause for a I can't believe how much more excited Bill Belichick is in text messages than in real life. Because look all at right. all the all right. exclamation <laughs> points and question marks. Like, I'm not, sure. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure this is Bill Belichick. I this just gotta point that out.
1: Animated Bill Belichick ever. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> but continue.
1: So. Belichick says, Giants, question marks, exclamation points. Giants? Oh, my God. <laughs> right. uh, Flores responds, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Belichick responds, got it. I hear from Buffalo and the New York Giants that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it too. So Flores responds, that's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. Danny responds, coach, are you talking about Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. Belichick responds, sorry, I fucked this up. I double checked and misread the text. I think they are named Dable. I'm sorry about that. BB. (laughs) Flores responds, thanks, Bill. I don't understand people who... Who sent texts older, like that and put initials? Yeah, I got, do two, older, I got like, two
2: things to say. Yeah, yeah do I agree. That? I got two things to say about this. First of all, the sorry I fucked this up was more on brand for Bill, like just mad, like calm, and nonchalant about it. Sorry I fucked this up. Like, you kind of just made a dude think he was about to get hired. And like, shattered his dreams. But the BB at the end, the way he signs it, remember with the Bruce Arians text messages with AB? Yes. We were having the conversation, the debate about old people texting and how they were like, why would Bruce Arians sign his name at the bottom of the text? And they were saying it was Photoshop. And I'm like, old people do shit like that. They'll be like, this yeah. is Bruce, by the way. Like, yeah. But that's exactly. just an example of, of that shit. There, there's yeah.
0: a rumor that, that, Tom left because Bill texted the wrong time. <laughs> nah,
1: nah. <laughs> what time was that? <laughs> Tommy Jones. Tommy Jones. <laughs> From, men From men in black. Oh man. But yeah. okay, continue. So this happens now. I I don't know if I agree with you, Aaron. I don't think this lawsuit would have came out if it weren't for these texts. And the reason I say is this. I don't think this is the sole reason that he is um, bringing this lawsuit. But I think this is kind of what he needed to tie everything together. Because everything else would have been like hearsay or just his opinion. You know, his word versus their word, which it still kind of is if you think about it. But at least there's some type of evidence that he could point to to support his argument. So Flores doesn't only mention the Giants. He mentions an interview that he had with the Denver Broncos from a few years ago where he claims that Broncos staff, including John Elway, came to the meeting late and they came drunk. I feel like that's way worse. I mean.
2: I I would say that's worse.
1: Worse than what? Than the Bill Belichick
0: fucking up. Yeah, <laughs> like really, even I though mean, okay, so okay, it so they let's, fall let's in about... his lap to tie it together. I feel like where he could be like, the fact that he Bill said, I'm hearing from the Giants and Buffalo, like, if they conspire, like, okay, we're gonna give you our guys, we agree, they want to go there, we have no problem. Like, if it was all being, uh, uh
2: like, orchestrated,
0: orchestrated already. And, and, yeah. and you know what I'm saying? Put together. Okay,
2: but but can I, can I, just to speak on the Bill text, like the Bill texts are being used as ammo to say like they already gave the job. They already decided they were giving the job to Dable before they interviewed Flores, and that's his gripe, right? But I feel like Bill saying, I'm hearing you're their guy and believing he's talking to Dabo, right? I feel like that's too ambiguous to hold up. To be like, yeah, Bill. See, they told Bill that Dayball already had the job. No, he's just kind of saying that's their guy. Like, and, like, and, and we all heard that Daybol was that. their guy.
0: Honestly, like you mentioned in the beginning, a lot of people off rip before Brian Flores was a candidate was saying as soon as the Bills fucking lost. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dabo and Shane are coming. They're like those are gonna be the Giants guys. It makes perfect sense. Shane, Shane, and then Shane got the job. Yeah, and what was it like a week later? Then they lost.
1: I think that's a fair point, but I feel like so,
0: like we all were hearing from. We all can put it in, in that. In that way, oh, in we're that hearing term, that yeah. from Buffalo and that uh, you're the guy One hundred percent, the
1: rumor, you know? 100%. But I, I think we have to look at it from this standpoint. If you are Brian Flores mm-hmm. and you had the interview that you had with Denver a few years back, right? Mm-hmm. You had the experience that you had with the Miami Dolphins where he accuses them in the lawsuit of the owner of the Dolphins team giving him $100,000 per game to throw games in the regular season so they can better their their standards. There's
2: so much going on in this controversy, right? Right, right, right. so So,
1: So supposedly, which he, Flores, was adamant that he did not take any money and he refused, which he said was one of the causes of their relationship kind of souring and fracturing, which eventually led to, according to him, him getting let go right? So you have that. And now he gets a text from somebody that he worked under for several years, right? They have a relationship. He gets a text from Belichick. Belichick is by all accounts considered by most people to be the greatest coach in NFL history, one of the greatest coaches in, in the history of professional sports. When he says something, he's not saying something just to say something. He knows. I think we could pretty safely say that he knows that something's about to go down. He's plugged in. He's not talking out his ass. If I send you a congratulatory text, I'm 99% sure that the information I'm giving out is true. It's like you know what I mean. Like Mm, not gonna just say that. So I I can agree that if you're Brian Flores and you're getting hit with all of this, right? And it's not just the Giants, because look. I've been super critical of the Giants. I'm a Giants fan, right? Full disclosure. But this doesn't prove that the Giants are racist, right? Because they had their guy, but they were irresponsible and unfair in the way that they went about their coaching search. They hot, they interviewed Dable first. They interviewed Flores last, if I'm not mistaken, or he was like the second to last person to get interviewed. That... Oh. That to me, and maybe there's other factors involved in terms of scheduling, but it only helps his case when you look at it, something like that. And in, you know, his assertion is basically that he was a token in the interview process. They never seriously considered really giving him the opportunity to be the coach. They had already had their mind made up before he ever took that interview. And if you look at the text of Bill Belichick, it was set before his interview took place on Thursday of that week. So I can see if I'm Brian Flores, how I'm piecing two and two together. As a black man in the NFL, my experience being an NFL coach, knowing what I've had to deal with at this point, I can see how I can r- jump to the conclusions like, yo, the Giants are fucking around. Like these, these you know, like they're doing underhanded <clears throat> shit.
2: Okay, so I can see how as a whole, based on his experience, he can assert that he's being treated unfairly. It's like situation after situation. He has a case, right? I think, though, it's unfair to call the Giants racist just for this. You know, like, as a whole, the NFL is very racist, (laughs) generally, right? But I think it's unfair for the Giants to get so much. Yes, they were irresponsible. I can agree there, right? But for them to be getting all this heat, like they were totally racist. And it's like, eh, I think, I think Dable was their guy, no matter what. Right. And I think they kind of knew that. And I think their interview, not only with Flores, but with probably any coaching candidate they had after Dable was just to do it because they had to do it. Right. I think they knew that they had their guy and I think it was going to be unfair no matter who the candidate. I even in our group chat made the point, like, when when I have a job interview, I've, I've gone to job interviews where I knew, like, I wasn't their top choice. I knew they were going to pick someone else over me, but you do it anyway. Like, Um. so, like, there are situations, and this, to me, the Giants, was a very specific situation where Dabble was clearly their guy. Shane, his boy, is in front office, like, yeah, it's it it kinda goes without saying that like every other person up for the job right now, you probably not gonna get it, you know what I mean? Um yeah. and so I understand where Flores has a case, right? But I just disagree with the Giants getting so much heat, and I'm not a Giants fan. To be clear, I kinda hate the Giants. Um, at least <laughs> Giant fans. So that's just where <laughs> I stand. So go ahead.
1: No, I mean I agree. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like that's fair in terms of the Giants perspective. like we just on the outside looking in just surface level, like from the stuff that we have. I understand from his perspective how it could look that way, especially considering his history, right, of interviewing for jobs and how, you know, and there's probably a bunch of behind the scenes stuff that we're not even privy to that he had to deal with as as a assistant coming up the ranks in the NFL. Right. But. Um, look, the Giants don't really have a history of, of that type of stuff, to be fair. You know, um, although, you know, the Giants did have a black GM for several, several years, maybe like close to 10 years or so. Uh, most of Eli's career was, um, uh, I forget his name because I'm blanking right now. But uh,
2: I didn't even know y'all had a black GM for 10 years.
1: You did. When Ernie, Ernie, of course, he was the guy who drafted Eli Manning. Okay, he retired when he retired. Um, I don't know, maybe you could look it up, but it doesn't matter at this point. This is yeah, we, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't fact check I, here. I think, yeah, <laughs> no. no sources, no sources, Just no us. sources. No but sources. but like. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't mean just because you have somebody who was a black GM all those years that you can't be racist or that there can't be. Because, like I said, that shit happens a lot. There's token people. You know, like yeah, we're, we're gonna they put this person up. in this position to kind of, you know, um satisfy well, actually. A
0: technically, they uh, didn't fuck up. Bill fucked up.
2: Or Bill is the greatest coach. Ever some would say, and uh he's just a mastermind that didn't fuck up, but this was very much intended.
1: Mm. Yo, Bill Bill Belichick might unintentionally go down as a civil rights hero. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Listen, don't totally dismiss that. It's possible.
0: Yeah, he's like let me fuck fuck over the giants, but we gotta see the Texas text messages from the day before. Yeah, but yeah, yeah man, that, that's crazy. So speaking of Bill,
2: Jerry Reese was his name, the GM, by the way. There
1: you go, Jerry Reese. Boom, Jerry Reese. I'm sorry.
2: Shout out to Jerry Reese. You know, you also, Reese. shout out to Jerry Rice, <laughs> the <Yeah>. receiver.
1: <laughs> that's a more a far more important Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jerry Reese is pretty important to Giants history, but not NFL history necessarily. Right, right. But all right, so how do you think this ends, though? So you 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 guys don't think that the giants based on what you see you know are necessarily racist in this aspect or whatever but it's kind of hard to finger excuse uh, me i said it's kind of hard to finger. <laughs> <No>. whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's kind of hard to put your finger on what exactly he's talking about in terms of like what what is racist and what's not right like so the whole, I guess the in, the interview process, he did cite as being inherently racist, right? So the Rooney rule, it allows minority candidates to interview. Mm-hmm. There is no pressure put on the organizations to actually to make, make hires, right? Uh, it's the system that they have in place. Oftentimes, it's more so about the relationship that you have in these uh you know not only in the nfl and all sports more about the relationships that you have in anything. About, right right and it's less about it's less about um the most qualified mm-hmm. i mean most there's there is uh you know there's um i, I would say most jobs though is more so about Who's the most qualified for the most part, right? Like we're talking about a regular nine to five. Yes, of course, there's always people who are pulling strings for people that they may know and giving them a handout. No, that happens, and there's networking that can happen that could get you your foot into jobs you probably weren't the most qualified for, you probably shouldn't have got had it been done fairly. But the the sports is weird. I don't know how you fix that. So it's like some yeah. people are saying like. Maybe you can make it so that they have to hire people, but I don't know.
2: Here's the difficulty with sports and coaching is because if you're not a head coach or like a, a offensive coordinator who's calling the plays or a defensive coordinator who's who has a crazy defensive system, we don't really know if you're a good coach. We don't know what your personality – you don't get the shine that an, a head coach gets, right? So we don't actually know from the outside looking in like, man, like look at B enemy, the Chiefs OC, Right? People thought he would be like a shoe-in to get a head coaching job because that Chiefs offense is crazy, right? And, like, he had some interviews last year, didn't get hired, got passed over by a bunch of teams, and people were questioning that. And um, so, I mean, could that be racism? Like, I think he could probably make a case. But we don't actually know what the like, right? We know he he runs an offense that has Mahomes, Reek, Kelsey. Like, we don't actually know – and Andy Reid's the head coach – and Andy Reid has been proven to be really good at his job. So we don't know, like, how much of it is the enemy. We don't know how it actually works, how it shakes out, what, you know, how it's divvied up and who, who deserves more credit. So we don't really know, like, a lot of the times, like, who deserves a lot of this credit. Um, so that's the tough part with, with coaching jobs and, and people and the hiring process, I guess, is that we can't really speak on – man does this coach communicate well does he communicate a vision well like we don't really hear them often I, so we don't know how they interview
1: i mean that's a fair point but i guess the the counter to that is, is that you got guys who were plucked out of the college ranks who ended up becoming nfl head coaches you know mm-hmm. somebody like uh the and 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 uh brian flores they were assistant coaches for years you know Brian Left, which has been an assistant coach for for a good amount of years yeah, now right right um he's the the OC of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and yeah. stuff a lot of people thought that he was the shoe-in for the Jaguars job especially since that was the team he used to quarterback for so i guess i guess the thing is is though you know you you look at Urban Meyer right never had any success on the NFL level all the success was on the college level. We've seen time and time again that college success does not translate into NFL success. They're two different worlds, right? Even Pete Carroll failed his first time, came back a few years later, had more success. So it's like, you know, when a guy like, you know, BNM is getting passed up, yeah, you make the good point. It's like, look at what the weapons he has. How good is he really? But some of those questions are not necessarily being applied. To some of the people who are getting positions at the on an NFL level. Like, oh
2: no, no, no. I, I agree. No. I agree. I was I was more so playing devil's advocate. Like we it's hard for us to definitively say, like, is he just a bad interviewer? Does he not right. communicate a vision well? Is he not a strong leader? Like it's it's hard to like definitively say. So I was just more so playing devil's advocate, but I, I agree with you. Right. Otherwise.
1: And I think I think it's fair to say we can't pinpoint instances of racism specifically in the case of Flores maybe, right, or the case of the enemy or anybody else who may be a minority coach or a Black coach who attempted to get hired for an NFL vacancy. But if we're looking at it overall and just the hiring practices of NFL teams and the history of it, there is one Black NFL coach currently in the NFL. Mike Tomlin, the GOAT. Mike Tomlin, who's an incredible coach.
2: Yes sir. Um
1: to me like that's kind of crazy. Especially and the and the,
2: and the yeah. other coach last year was who David Cully, the Texans coach and right. To me whoever got hired for that job was just set up to fail like right. So right. so it's weird that that's the one job that hires the black coach for the for the one year mm. just to fire him
1: like and it may be the and it may be the franchise that hires Brian Flores. I mean, he's supposedly a, a finalist, but that's the thing too, right? So Brian Flores may have kind of like he he may have sacrificed his ability to get a head coaching job in the future by coming out with this lawsuit. Like he's even said it himself. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that he gets a, a coaching job after this?
2: I mean, I sure fucking hope so, right? Because like it's it's sad that you it has to be phrased like he's he's potentially sacrificing his future as an NFL head coach for calling out potentially racist people in a higher racist hiring process. Like like that's awful. That's that's awful OG. that that's the optics of this. You know what I mean? Like but that's the
0: way the world works.
2: No, uh yeah, you I ruffle mean,
0: feathers and the and NFL you more specifically,
2: the NFL more specifically has a history of death. a lot of but industries the world too, in it general. can be applied to the world is well. corporate and yeah, and shit like that suit
0: and tie shit yeah. that you ruffle feathers they could blackball you like mm-hmm. that's how the world been not saying it's right not saying i, yeah, I, but, I agree but, you know but, but, but the reality the sad the reality, reality the yeah. Yeah, yeah you know
1: i have a feeling that it's, they probably will settle and that the nfl either way the depending on how this goes i think the nfl is going to institute some changes to the Rooney rule and probably just their hiring practice and diversity practices in terms of they're going to put a lot of pressure on the owners to kind of really, really make a conservative effort to diversify what their, you know, um, what their teams look like. You know, somebody made a good point and said that the NFL offices in their headquarters is pretty diverse in terms of the people that they have in their hierarchy in terms of stuff, but it's like people that we don't know and see, right? We only know about the, the you know, the infrastructures of the, the various teams and who's the GM, who's the assistant GM, who are the coaches, so that's what we see. Mm-hmm. The other teams are the ones that have major problems and, and issues in terms of diversity that they have to account for. So, you know, but it's kind of weird that the NFL didn't really separate themselves in that statement that they came out with. So they answered to Flores' statement And they kind of basically were providing cover for the NFL teams and themselves. They kind of like didn't disassociate themselves from the NFL teams. They basically gave some like blanket statement about they always value diversity and this, that, and the third, which is, you know, kind of crazy. But, (laughs) but yes, like, I I don't know, man. I hope he gets another job. Yeah, I hope so
2: too. Just before we move on, is Elway, because Aaron had mentioned it. is Elway not getting no heat for showing up to a fucking interview drunk like that seems far worse. Like I agree, that's and like Bill's the,
0: text. Yeah, that's
2: like I really was not taking like, this. Shit I don't seriously. give a fuck like,
0: about you. But
1: well, but you can't prove that though, right? Bill's texts are He's there. So Bill Bill sent the text before his interview, mm-hmm. and yeah. even though, even though the then,
0: evidence shows it's a
1: fact. Well, it ended up turning into fact. At the time, Flores still went on an interview because maybe because in his mind, he even said it was like, well, maybe, maybe he didn't get all the you know the right information. Maybe there's still a chance. So he took the yeah. chance, he still went on the interview. But it found out that it was David all along. So like that, inter- that information that that Belichick accidentally shared with him was actually accurate in the end. Yeah. So I guess that's what makes a difference. There's nothing it's not a drunk photo of John Elway. There's not a camera phone, like video recording of him drunk. You know what I mean? Like, so.
2: We got to go through Gruden's emails. I'm sure. <laughs> <he's telling> <laughs> <my> <laughs> yeah. So. I got that one.
1: So, yeah. So, like, I don't know. It's, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. It, I'll say this to, to close it up. For me, not to make it a bigger deal than what it is, but like, I really feel like as an NFL fan, who already had to experience the whole Kaepernick situation. And like me personally, I can't speak for anybody else, but I felt comfortable, uncomfortable with that situation and how it played out. And it bothered me a lot yeah. that NFL teams and that the NFL kind of treated him in the way that they did. And the fact that he still doesn't have a job, you can make the argument that he's part of the reason he doesn't have a job because he wasn't compliant enough with certain things. The and Giants that's,
0: about to hire him,
1: and that's fair. But even still, man, like we're just getting over that. It seems like, and now some shit like this comes out. It's like, yeah. come on, NFL, fucking do better. Like,
0: I, I, you know, I'm okay. gonna say this also. Um, if if Flores wins, which he probably will, right? Hopefully, you know, fuck it. I don't care. Fucking the NFL losing in a fucking lawsuit don't do nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? Fuck the corporations. (laughs) Anyway, um, if he does win, that's another W for New York, regardless. (laughs) 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 That's
1: another thing. Like, of course he's pissed off. The kid, the dude rooted for the Giants. As a
0: kid, it was a dream job, and that's one thing you heard before all this stuff got leaked with the messages. And you know, we heard two narratives: Dayball is Shane's guy, and Flores, this is one of his dream
1: jobs. Now, I will say this: this is the last thing I'm going to say. I find this interesting. At the beginning of the interview process with the Giants, it was leaked out there that. Flores was somebody who was high on their list of candidates. This is before Joe Shane was hired. Yeah. Now, not to sign like diabolical or like some conspiracy theorist, but I wonder how much of that had to do with the fact that they had actual interest in Brian Flores, or how much of that had to do with the fact that it was something to put out there just the fact that they kind of already knew in their mind they wanted to go a certain direction and they knew they wanted to kind of make it seem as the process was as diverse and they were considering everybody like we can't put it past the giants for doing something like that where they 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 had their people leak something to the media leak something to a report to a reporter saying we're very interested in him but they went in the other direction anyway and they had no intentions of ever hiring him you know we'll never know, but it's possible. I think you won the case.
0: <laughs> w, w for New York.
1: <laughs> York,
0: all right. So, on the same day, moving on, the same day. What, 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 what you want to talk about? Tom, Tom, Brady? Tom Brady, Tom Brady. But it's weird though, because Tom Brady retired twice. Can we talk about that?
1: Okay, how so,
0: bro. It, it had came out, Tom Brady is going to retire. And then his dad put out a fucking statement. Oh, it's not official. And stuff was coming. And then two days later, some shit like that, or a day later, oh, Tom Brady's ES- like, all right, guys, you got me. I'm retired.
1: Was it ESPN reported it first, right? Yeah. I think it was Schefter, probably.
2: Schefter.
1: yeah, Adam, Schefter. Yep. Adam Schefter reported it. And then... Like you said, uh Tom Brady's father came out and denied it, said he hadn't made up his mind. Brady came out, denied it, said he hadn't made up his mind. And then like two days later, they actually released the statement. Brady on his Instagram feed and on his social media's Twitter handle. He uh released this lengthy statement thanking the Bucks organization and his teammates' coaches and stuff. And is called the end to his, what, how many years, 22, Two? yeah, 22, okay. 22 year career, I want to say. Um, So I don't even think we have to have a discussion about this. I think we all would agree that he's the greatest quarterback of all time, right? I mean, just no. based. No. <laughs> 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 this
2: is the kind of controversy we need. All right. <laughs>
1: So, so who you got? Eli Banding? Joe, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> Joe Flacco. In Spanish.
0: <laughs> Joe Flacco. Nah, come on. I'm not no fucking dummy, of course. Like Joe Tom
1: Flacco Gray. did beat uh Tom
2: Can brother. we talk about
1: Joe, Joe Flacco? Flacco. <laughs> like he's fucking Puerto Rican. <laughs> like,
0: Lord, Lord pretty Flacco. uh Lord Pretty Flacco, Joey. Jody. Lord
2: Pretty Flacco, Joey. Joey. You know,
0: Joey. <laughs> Lord Pretty Flacco, Joey. <laughs> Yo, if he went
2: to, I mean, he was with the Jets. He was on, an, I was going to say, if he went to a New York team, he was with the Jets and they didn't give him that name, they slashed. Just because trash no, for that.
0: because no one in New York really are fans of Jets. Um, <laughs> no, nah, nah, nah. Nah, no shade, no shade. But, uh, yeah, Tom Brady, man, um, fucking greatest fucking quarterback, of course, at least of my lifetime since I've been live. Like, I've never seen no one win as many chips and go to as many Super Bowls as him, you know. And and I've seen this man do things with teams that you wouldn't even think are that good, and he's still getting it done. You know what I'm saying? So respect respect to that legend.
2: I can't even blame him for like retiring, then unretired, like going back and forth on the decision because he's playing, he was still playing at an elite level, bro. Facts. Like, you got to think about it, like, especially a competitor like him, right?
0: I ain't gonna he lie, Tom Brady won me some money playing. this year, too. See, <laughs> he,
2: he definitely wants to keep playing. I think, I think he's definitely, he was definitely battling himself back, battling within himself and going back and forth with it, but. Shout out to Brady, man. Yeah, we don't gotta spend much time on this topic, but worth mentioning, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, man. So Great. I
0: guess it's safe to say Gronkowski's retired too. I think so. <laughs> there it is. That's that's what we take
2: away from this. Pack- take away.
1: package deal. But but staying on that topic to a degree though, so the AFC quarterbacks for the next 10 years, right? So now that Brady okay. is out of the picture, right? He's not gonna be terrorizing the you know the New York Jets or or terror, terrorizing the NFC, the NFC for the last two years. Um, who is that guy who is going to step up and be the next Tom Brady or the next guy to be the face of the NFL? So now the natural candidate is obviously Patrick Mahomes. You can, you can make the argument, you know, most people were already anointing him the next GOAT, so to speak. Premature as that may be, but... If you look at, what, how many AFC championship games did he get to? Four straight, straight, two Super Bowl appearances, one win, one loss, nothing to be ashamed of, incredible span of four years uh, to start basically his career. Um, But what we saw last week, uh, AFC championship game, overtime thriller with the Cincinnati Bengals. We got a new A new QB in town, second-year quarterback, Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you guys feel in terms of who is going to be that next guy? You got Josh Allen in there. You still got Lamar Jackson lurking. Well, last week we spoke about
0: the fucking Patrick Mahomes-Josh Allen battle duel that happened that was legendary. Um, And I always felt like Josh Allen gave me a kind of Tom Brady vibe just with like legs that he could run, you know, but like something about him, not to say like he plays exactly, you know, because like I said, he could run and shit, but like something about when I look at his face, he reminds me of Tom Brady a little. I, b- I believe he grew up a Brady fan. so i'm I'm
2: pretty sure he grew up like a patriots fan or a tom brady fan at the very least like vibe wise like pictures and
0: stuff vibe wise i feel like he gives me that but now like looking at joe burrow and all he's accomplished like he gives me that vibe you know and yeah like 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 the topic is like the afc in general they fucking got a lot of great candidates of guys that could be the next face of the NFL.
2: I mean, so here's the list generally that this is what yes. brought us to this. Question. This,
0: this is what kind of yeah sparked the conversation.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, even last week we mentioned, obviously, Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, Allen, Lamar. I mentioned Lawrence. Then I believe you mentioned. Did you mention Mac Jones or did you mention him? After I did. Him as a I did. Did you mention missed- him on the episode?
0: Yeah, at the end. Okay. Okay. At the end. At the end of you talking about these first. Yeah, and then
2: someone guys. on this list does not belong. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. of these guys is not. My, like my the favorite other. is is the top comment on this says, not Baker. <laughs>
0: damn but at one point baker was kind of touted even though also doubted the top
2: top pick like yeah of course he's gonna be touted in the same way lawrence is touted right now because he's a highly touted prospect and he's the number one pick but like he hasn't really shown it yet right so in two years if lawrence still hasn't done shit we could be saying the same thing right so but yeah baker was obviously highly touted for Reasons, you know, yeah. but he just it's funny that this
0: became there. a topic after we already had talked about it, kinda, and yeah, also struggled to find an NFC player that we would put in the conversation mm-hmm. that was young and like upcoming. So it's just funny that now this has become. But
1: so, what would you guys pick? If you my guys answer, pick, is I was
0: a tie between yeah. Allen and Burrow. Um, no
1: ties. No ties. Yeah, no ties. Stop
2: being so. <laughs>
0: I'm going with Joe Burrow. I don't know. I just think they're doing something right over there. I think they're doing something okay, right so, over there. So he has now, so much more career ahead of him. Man, so you now... Know, God okay. willing. Now
2: that... Because last week... Motherfuckers I like, think
0: I'm just going with the hype, though. Like, no, I no, that question. That's too, exactly what I'm going to bring the up. Super Bowl, so is that why you think that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but so, it's because yes. he's proven. <laughs> he's proven himself. You know, like... like there's been, and, and there's been times throughout this whole season where I've been watching him and I'm like, yo, this guy's good. Even in, in fantasy football, like in my, my league, because I'm in two leagues, I'm in your league, I'm in my league. My league, I had Joe Burrow for like the whole year as my quarterback. like, And I was like really, really like on the Joe Burrow bandwagon type vibe. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't, you, say like, like,
2: wasn't you like five and nine? No, I'm I don't even know. <laughs> right I don't Actually, even know right I ended up now.
0: having some fucking losses I should have not have had because fucking fantasy football was weird this year. Very right, weird. The just, last like, just, just I think I was, I was like, no, I was seven and seven. Oh, ended okay. up breaking even, like okay, what the okay. fuck. But anyway, um, but. Yeah, motherfuckers are going to think that, but I just feel like every time I feel like, yo, I want to bet on Joe Burrow, or I feel like Joe Burrow and the Bengals could win, and I don't because I'm doubting and he has to prove himself, he fucking proves himself. You know? Of course. <laughs> I'm a better uh, man.
2: I was going to say last week, like, this conversation seemed so much easier, right? It was easy to say, oh, yeah, Mahomes, and then Allen's right behind him, and then uh, we got Herbert and Burrow and Lamar, right? But now that Mahomes is lost to Burrow, I mean, I'm still not gonna like my pick is Allen. Um, I just think he's just so dynamic. Like, like nobody nobody really does what he does. I don't know. Like, like, yeah, a lot of these quarterbacks can run, right? Um obviously Lamar's a better runner, but obviously he doesn't have the passing ability that Allen has. But Allen be straight running through people. He just
0: yeah, he's a big wi- boy. He too. wills
2: that offense, bro. Like he's
0: he's like a hybrid of Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. He's like that Cam can run Newton that can like, run. He's like yeah, Cam, but, Newton uh, Cam Newton that can fucking can, throw. Yeah, like Cam a better a great Cam and Tom Brady actually. I mean, oh, I mean you keep saying Bra- like Brady, let's that's let's crazy. Calm like, let's calm down. I mean, <laughs> like, that's what the topic easy. is. That was, I mean, that's what the question was. He's easy. like, Michael Vick
2: and Tom Brady, like the best rusher <laughs> and the best passer of all time. It's <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: um, like Brett Favre, oh, it, yeah. Joe Montana, but, and Tom Brady. No. <laughs> but to me,
2: that's why Josh Allen would be my pick. Um, I think Mahomes... Bro, Mahomes, like, just to – because this is how I felt watching last week's AFC Championship game is, like, Mahomes is great. There's no doubt about it, right? But just in that last situation, right, I believe the the game was – was it tied? It was – the Chiefs were in the red zone. And, like, for, like, three plays in a row, Mahomes did not throw the ball. It might have been four plays in a row. He just did not throw the ball. He scrambled in the red zone like three or four times. And to me, it's like, bro, you have a chance to send your team to the Super Bowl. You got to throw the fucking ball, right? And he just, in that moment, I just felt like he's scared to throw the ball right now. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like throughout this year, there have been moments, right, where he's probably gotten into his own head, right, when the Chiefs offense was struggling, when it was like he he didn't know how to take the check down, shit like that, right? And Eli
0: Apple. In,
2: okay. In the, I, I'm gonna ignore that for, for now. Yeah, we'll, we'll circle back in two minutes. But um, in that moment, I just felt like this man seems scared to fucking throw the ball. Like he's scared to make a mistake right now. And that just like, I don't know if he, he's, I don't know, mentally. I, 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 I think don't I know what i
1: correct you know, me if I'm wrong, I feel like. I feel like he's a victim of his own success. And I don't think well, we would be judging any other quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we would be, seriously, I don't think we be, we would judge any other quarterback to this degree. Like Josh Allen, um, Joe Burrow has only been in the league two years, right? But like nobody has his body of work. The numbers that he's put up and the time, and the short span that he's put him up since he's been a starting quarterback in this league is unprecedented. And I'll give him credit for this. Like, we kind of touched on this last week. This is a different Chiefs offense than it was in past years. They kind of got it done differently, and they made an adjustment mid-season after it wasn't looking good. And they they probably should have won, been the number one seed, and they kind of blew it at the end. But be that as it may, they got to the AFC Championship, they got to an overtime um it's pro- it's a game they should have won they were up 21-10 if i'm not mistaken at one point true they let the bills come back like there's a lot of blame that you can um assign you know obviously mahomes has to take some blame he lost he lost the game I mean he didn't just lost but his team lost and he's the quarterback and nobody on that team can impact the game as much as he can right but also andy reed you know, I love Andy Reid, but what's his record in AFC – in a championship games in the NFC and AFC combined? I think he has, like, three wins out of, like, nine trips, eight trips, something like that. Yeah. You know, I so mean, he, like,
2: he used to get to the NFC championship a lot with the Eagles and lose. Oh, yeah, yeah, with
1: Donvin McNabb all the time. Yeah. So, um, for me, it's, it's Mahomes still because I just have to go – by his history. And it's like it's hard to argue against getting to four AFC championships straight. He's gotten to two Super Bowls. He's one and one in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, he's not unbeatable, but in terms of regular season success and playoff success, he's almost unbeatable. Like he's getting to the final game almost every time. So it's like, you know, um, I feel like he set the bar really high. So it's like until I see Josh Allen, you know, get to the AFC championship game like two, three times in a row and maybe win a Super Bowl or get a Super Bowl appearance, it's hard for me to put anybody above Mahomes yet. But
2: Yeah, just to to be clear, Mahomes Mahomes is my one too. I'm just like looking forward, I can see Allen. Yeah surpassing him. Yeah, the,
0: the top, yeah, top. like Mahomes is the top guy for sure. Yeah, he's now the guy that right now. But 10 years from Tom now, Brady's you guys
1: sure. you guys think you think that Allen is going to surpass Mahomes in 10 years. Like when I, if we're looking 10 years in the future, you think Allen is going to be the the guy.
2: I think I think he can have he can be the guy because I think team-wise Buffalo is like built to last, I think what their front office front office has done uh, in recent years shows that, like, they really on the ball. Whereas you look at KC, right, and you look at Kelsey's going to be retiring. Kelsey probably got a year, maybe two left. And Kelsey uh, Kelsey ain't easy to find, right? And then you look at Reek, and Reek, Reek is one of a kind, right? And so if they ever were to lose Reek, replacing that is an easy one. And two is that teams have been able this year started becoming way more able to contain reek and know how to play reek. Right. Like say like reek is great. Right. Because he's explosive and one of a kind, like I said, he's a game breaker. Like you have to completely adjust for him. Right. When you play that team. But at the same time, he's not like a physical beast that just overpowers DBs. You know what I mean? Like, he needs to outrun a guy. And if they send enough coverage to his side where he's not able to, like, he can be contained. And then, now you take away that, and is Mahomes as successful, right? And not only that, but Casey, the Kansas City offense was in a position earlier this season where people were like, they need another weapon. You have Kelsey and Reek, and you need another
1: weapon? That's kind of
2: crazy. You know they what I got mean? They
0: one, though. They just don't know.
1: But when your running game, though, is not um, as good, mm-hmm. you kind of do need another weapon, right? Okay, okay. I, can, I, I can agree no, there, You know who y'all What sleeping I'm saying on? is the you fact know y'all the sleeping on, is
2: though, that right? Kelsey should be gone so, soon, and I, I don't know who he's about to say.
1: Yeah, McC- McCall Hardman?
2: No, he, he's about he's to gonna say. He's going to say some wild and, shit. Yeah, he, he's about to say Antonio Brown or some shit.
0: Jackson Mahomes.
1: Okay. Well, Tyree gotta throw Jackson out let's, there. Let's circle, let's, <laughs> let's circle back to Eli Apple. Let's
2: back to Apple.
1: Any any possibility that uh that the Chiefs under there I wonder if there's any possibility if they could actually seriously go after Devontae Adams. Wouldn't that solve a lot of
2: nah I mean it would solve every problem, but like
1: <laughs> I don't nah, think it's nah. possible. Like, no. It's gonna make too much money.
2: But no way. That would be crazy, it.
1: though. That would be crazy, though. It would. Who are um, the free
0: agents this year for, like, NFL that could, like, switch teams? Like just I think Godwin. Godwin. Godwin
2: I feel like a guy
0: like him is definitely going to get money, too. Even though he yeah. was a little injury, banged up.
2: I mean, he he got, got hurt at
0: the years. end of the year. He got hurt
1: at the end of the year. I mean, was it ACL?
2: It was an ACL, which sucks for him. Mm-hmm. Hopefully... Hopefully teams don't – in the NFL teams, they always try to hold that against you. You know what I mean? Like, they'll be like, oh, we're going to put you on a one-year prove-it deal to make sure you're coming back off the ACL, right? But, like, that's bullshit because everybody comes off an ACL, okay? You know what I mean? So, like, give, pay the man. He's a beast. I think I think if teams do that, I'm hoping there's a smart team that swoops in and says, nah, we're going to give you fucking four years because we know you're who you are.
0: I, I hope there's a team that does that, but you know how the NFL is. Oh, No doubt. So I like the fact that we each had a different answer for that uh topic uh regarding you you had Josh Allen, you had Mahomes, who definitely is the top dog right now. I cannot disagree. And I picked Joe Burrow just based off like accomplishments that he's already made prior to the NFL and just what he's accomplished this year, specifically mm-hmm. with what he has. Yeah, um, but your
2: favorite TikTok star of the next decade is Jackson
1: Mahomes.
0: Oh, for sure, um, definitely. I think no one's gonna be better than him. For I got
1: the next Juju. 10 years. I got I got Juju. Joe, Joe Burrow. Honestly speaking, I would put Joe Burrow second. If I had to choose somebody other than Mahomes, it'd be Joe Burrow. No shade to Allen, but the only reason I say not Allen is because the reason you said would make him dynamic—the way he runs over people and all that stuff—I don't think that's sustainable. I, mean, I, I can agree there. You know, so like, and and I want to know what what does he look like if he just has to be a pocket passer, and you take away the ability and the threat of him to run. Like, if he mm, slows yeah. down to the point where the injuries pile on, like it did for Cam, where he running mm-hmm. less. Russell Wilson started running less. It you know he's a great pocket passer, but it takes away from what makes you dynamic to a degree.
2: See, a part of my argument, though, is that Josh Allen doesn't really have a ton of weapons, right? He doesn't have a run game like that. If you're going to say Mahomes doesn't have a run game, Josh Allen doesn't really have a run game like that. True. He has digs, and then, like, Dawson Knox kind of came out of nowhere, but you don't look at Dawson Knox and be like, man, what a what a beast, like, before this year. You know, Cole Beasley's, like, the the classic scrappy slot receiver. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is at the end of his career, you know, uh, and then Gabe Davis stepped up in the playoffs, um, but, like, you know, he was – he, he he he's still growing, you know. So you you can't really say he has a ton of weapons. He's his own weapon, and that's where I say, like, he would yeah. single-handedly will that offense. So that's kind of a part of it. Now, as he ages, right, and maybe he runs less, if the Buffalo front office, which I trust him to do, gets him some damn weapons, he's going to be chilling. That's how I see it. But.
0: Fair. Yeah, so – that was that was that was a lot for for NFL this week, you know what I'm saying, football in general, fucking a lot of major shit. Um I think we definitely are going to talk about the championship game, but probably not on this episode because we still got some time. But yeah, I definitely I do, do want to according to like the time that we're in like like the day-wise, day-wise, year, month, whatever. Um, the NBA trade deadline's is coming up, and I I do want to talk about the NBA trade deadline before it's you know too late to talk about it because we got we had a trade today. You know what I'm saying? Last week or two weeks ago, there was a trade with the Knicks traded for Cam Reddish. I don't know if we spoke about that on last episode or not, but. Today, fucking the Clippers and Portland had a trade, and there's been trade rumors of New York, which I think is is grabbing all the headlines, potentially trading Julius Randle.
1: But before you even get there, though, let's what let's lay out what that trade was between the Blazers and the Clippers, though, right? It so was,
2: it was Norman Powell and Covington for Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, and another person,
0: Keon Johnson.
2: Keon Johnson I think and like a, a pick a future
0: draft pick. Yeah, second round think. pick. Something like that. Yep, yep, definitely and I've seen a lot of people talking about that um Norman Powell now is reunited with Kawhi. Well, next year will be uh they want to chip together. So
1: I, yeah. see, I, I see I see what the Clippers are
0: doing there. Um I was a little surprised that Bledsoe was traded. I guess it's cuz he's on a last year of his contract and probably won't resign Bro, the blade, but I thought feel- Bledsoe I Bledsoe thought he was, was, the, was playing good with, with Reggie Jackson.
2: Bledsoe was the free agent they just signed this offseason, correct? did they just they sign, sign him?
0: him? Bledsoe? Did I they think sign they him? traded for him. I think they traded for him. him. Traded
1: for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's okay. going to be a free agent at the end of this year. But
0: yeah. Because I, I was going to say, I remember, Patrick I remember,
1: Beverly for him.
2: Yeah, I remember making the, the No Politics Sports post about them trading for Bledsoe. And I remember our reactions were like... Why they fucking trade for Bledsoe? Yeah, uh, or whatever. Or no, was it Patrick Beverly? They traded Beverly and Rondo. That's what it was. And for Bledsoe, we were just like, are they trying to like flip him in a deal? Like we were like confused, yeah. like why they got him. Like we didn't see it as a major like addition, especially because at that point they were talking about potentially trading for Damian Lillard. So we were like, wouldn't wouldn't having Rondo and Beverly be more beneficial to potentially get? damian
1: lillard to to speaking of damian lillard though now bledsoe's
2: gone is my point so
1: what is what does that trade kind of signify to somebody like damian lillard so norman powell for context he was traded to the blazers last year in a deal where the blazers ended up trading
2: gary trent gary trent jr who just had a crazy week i should say he scored 30 plus points in like Five every game. straight games and hit like and over hit like five nine, threes. Hit like nine threes in one of them shits. He he's been beasting, but Gary every Trent, game I was a five. player when he got traded last year. I was like, "Yeah, you just traded Gary Trent." I'm confused
1: about that. So Gary Trent Jr. was about to be a free agent. Um, he was a free agent this past summer, so last. Okay, I, weekend, I,
2: I get what they were trying to they were trying to get something.
1: Okay. But but they also traded one guy who was about to be a free agent for another guy who was going to be a free agent. So they also Gary, could
2: have tra- could have just signed Gary Trent because his market value wasn't going to be crazy. Probably. So he's restricted. I don't even know what he signed for? Okay.
1: He, he's a restricted free agent, Gary Trent Jr. So mm-hmm. he was that means he was still on his rookie deal and. Uh, whoever is his original team can match any offer if they so choose to, and he would automatically go back to his original team. No matter if another team offered him $100 million, if they match that offer, he'll go back to his original team. So the Blazers had control over him if they wanted him that bad. Instead, they signed Norman Powell, who's not a bad player. He can score, and he's a good defender. But he's also a little bit older, and it's like, Why did you do this deal in the first place? Somebody laid this out on Twitter, though. Um, They basically said, based on the deals that the Blazers made last year and based on this most recent deal, it says the Blazers traded two first round picks and Trevor Reiser for Robert Covington. The Blazers traded Gary Jr. and Rodney Hood for Norman Powell. And now all the Blazers have to show for those two trades is Keon Johnson, yes, Winslow, and a couple months of Eric Bledsoe. Mm. So what does that really say to Dame Lillard? Like I it think definitely me- doesn't
0: say what he was trying to reiterate throughout the offseason that he wants to compete and win and have a team that's gonna compete for a championship. It definitely doesn't say that.
1: Yeah, I think dame is gone now. I think it's, he's finally going to agree. He's finally going to agree. Like, to me, the writing's on the wall. Like, you, this is the kind of trade that I would say uh, C.J. McCollum is probably next to get and traded. There was rumors there, about him.
0: There's yeah. rumors about him. So that even further doesn't say that we want to win a championship anytime soon. And even recently, because Dame's injured, he said, why am I going to come back and play if we're not even going to compete? And then they're just letting guys go. Right. So even after he heals up, it's like, bro, like I don't want to come play on a team that's not winning nothing.
1: And from what that, I understand, that's a from what I understand, part of the reason that the Blazers did this was also to shed Norman Powell's contract. He just signed, I think, a new deal with them. They extended him in the offseason. So because of that, I think they're also, they shed salary, they get under the the tax threshold, so they don't have to pay as much. So that doesn't bode well for Dame Lillard because Dame Lillard is going to want the Supermax extension, which he's going to be up for like in two years or a year or so, something like that. And um, he had already made it known that that's what he's looking for. So it seems like, all right, Dame Lillard is thirty-two years old, or he's gonna be thirty-two years old. Like the way they're looking and shaping their roster right now, they're probably not gonna give him that extension. They're gonna ship him. So yeah. it's gonna be interesting. I don't think it's gonna happen at this deadline, but I probably over yeah, the summer. Definitely
2: not this deadline, but yeah, I can see over the summer.
1: Yeah.
2: But. All right, let's just, let's talk about more about the the rumors that was circulating. You was talking about New York.
0: Yeah. So, so it's no secret. It's been a tough year coming off of our our playoff run last year. So this year has been tough. And uh, right now they're talking about that, you know, Julius Randle is being considered as not a name that's not off the table. That if teams reach out to the Knicks, they're willing to listen. And this is coming off a year where he's another player that just got extended, just like Norman Powell. And maybe we might want to be shedding his contract because in all reality, he's not living up to the expectations. He's not that same guy that he was last year. And it doesn't have nothing to do with stats. It's a lot to do. If you watch the way he plays, it's a lot of the body language, the energy, the 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 passion that... He's not showing. Like, last year, he had something to prove. When you watch that guy play, you can tell he was trying to prove something. This year, it's like he has a gripe with, like, the fan base or the, the – the. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the pressure. Maybe it's the front office. Maybe it's the owner. I don't know. Who knows? But anyone who's not blind and got two eyes could see – that this shit is not working out. So this this rumors out there that he potentially could be traded, and one of those destinations potentially could be Sacramento.
1: For Colin, uh not Colin. I'm bugging right now. Um De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. Ooh,
2: but then uh-huh. y'all yeah, got twelve guards.
0: No, well uh, the uh, y'all yeah,
2: yeah, would send some.
0: Kemba could be an option. Alec Burks is also a name that was out there. Um. Regardless, we get De'Aaron Fox. Somebody's getting benched, so it don't even matter anyway. Yeah. According
1: according to to was it Brian Windhorst reported that the Knicks have interest in De'Aaron Fox. Ian Bailey, who's a local New York Nick reporter, indicated also that they have interest in him and In um. You know, he has Kentucky ties, the Knicks organization has ties to Kentucky through yeah. their president, Leon Rose, and, you know, uh, William Wesley, World Wide West, also has Kentucky ties, or, you know, mm-hmm. their uh, assistant coach, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, assistant Kenny Kentucky Payne. coach, Kenny Payne, the big man coach. Mm-hmm. former assistant kentucky coach uh so they, they have julius Randle, kentucky player kevin knox who was recently traded kentucky player all of these guys come. quickly daniel quickly kentucky so it's like yeah uh the knicks have a lot of ties so the, it's a possibility especially the way halliburton has been playing the way he's been playing without De'Aaron fox on the floor De'Aaron yeah. fox makes a makes- lot of money
0: and it makes it easier for Sacramento to, to to make a move like this and pull the trigger like this because, to be honest, Sacramento got to do something. Like, it's obviously not working. Like, they have young, good guys, but they can't get them all on the same page and produce a, a, a winning team. product, you know? So, why not? I, I definitely think Randall actually could fit on that team when I think about it.
1: Listen, um, man, I will drive Julius Randle to the fucking airport and pack his bag. <laughs> I don't Ooh. even drive, but I will drive that day.
2: Someone have, had to say it.
1: Yeah,
2: listen. Was, he, he's, he's looked kind of scrubby when I've seen the Knicks play it. Yeah. I remember one night he dropped, like, two. Oh, <laughs> like, my God, like, yeah. Like, he's done wow. that, like,
1: seven times this season where he's dropped, yeah, like, yeah. two or five points.
0: Bro, yeah. seriously, like, uh, but the thing is too, like, the first year he played with us, like, mind you, I'm not a Julius Randle hater. Like, I, I've I've watched him in college and March Madness tournament when it was like Jabari Parker was the top guy, and 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 I think I of course, he was just back in, the,
2: in Kentucky, like. back
0: in the day. I was like, yo, honestly, I know a lot of people on. Jabari, but I think Julius has the talent to be
2: a, a good, a top cool.
0: guy, top talent as well. He went to the Lakers, watched him struggle, whatever. He was young, benefit of the doubt. Cool. Went to New Orleans, had some success with Anthony Davis. Went to the playoffs once, whatever. Cool. Fucking, we get him, and I'm like, I'll give him, I'll give him a chance, I'll give him a shot. I never looked at him as the guy. From the mm-hmm. moment we signed him, I thought he he's a good starting piece to then eventually maybe go young and then get a guy who will be our star. Mm-hmm. First year was bad. I I say, like, what the fuck was that? Like he came in and he wasn't passing it to certain guys. You was it was like a big thing where RJ has so many clips of just standing in the corner, like. I'm open and not even getting past it up.
1: Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, RJ wasn't gonna hit
0: it. <laughs> it don't even That's matter. True. They they Julius, had to get the chance.
1: Julius Randle's a black fucking hole at times. You got to keep him 100.
0: Yeah, it was like, bad. Like, yes,
1: he so then we
0: get the COVID year, we get the bubble, and then we get a shortened season with no fans, and Randle looks like a man on a fucking mission, and. It Was also the Kobe year, a lot of people were dedicating stuff to Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Or you know, because no, 2020 was the Kobe year, 2021 was like, okay, now we could officially like celebrate Kobe and honor him in some ways and shit. But I don't know, I, I felt like Kobe had something to do with Julius Randle going off, like that's the only explanation for last year, like angels higher powers and shit, huh? angels in the
1: outfield,
0: angels in the outfield, like once again. You know, especially, you know, for for our New York brother. But uh, <laughs> but uh, um, this year, was just like I, I called it kind of said, I don't know if Julius Randle can repeat or keep up to the standard that we expect now that he had that success. He can very well come back and be year one Julius because it's going to be hard. Like, bro, dude wasn't missing shit. At all that the year we, we made the playoffs, and I it's mean, like let's keep until tracking. we got to the playoffs. Then he didn't fucking do shit because uh Atlanta game shit. planned perfectly to fucking shut him well, down.
1: Let's just say you keep saying we, and to be fair, that is not a we because you know, working genius. Uh he does not claim to be a Nick fan, so he's not a we you yeah, I don't He's give enough,
2: a fuck about your struggles.
1: There you you
0: Word, 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 He's word.
1: having fun with this. Yeah. <laughs> he does not give a shit. Denver, Denver Nuggets fan. Denver yeah. Nuggets fan.
0: Never Nuggets fan, yeah. Beast. Fuck Denver. Um, <laughs> nah.
1: What? <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't even yeah. take it serious when people say fuck Denver because, like, it's Denver. Like, niggas can't really hate on Denver. How Demba, can you right? hate on Denver? Yeah, like, yeah, like, what did like, Denver do we're to so you? so harmless. But,
1: yeah, continue. <laughs> Yeah, but, um,
0: I want no smoke with Jokic and his brothers.
1: Nah, for real. See, uh, like, you might have
0: to lock Julius in a room with Jokic and his brothers to see what he's really made of because the way he's been acting lately, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Listen, Julius is not coming out that room alive. You put him in, in, in there with the Jokic brothers, yeah.
0: This is
1: not, it's gonna, it's gonna be rough. I'm not saying Julius is a punk. I'm not saying he won't fight and defend himself, but it's like, yeah. Your
2: brothers are really tough. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 It's like that European tough, where it's like, mm. man, like they've seen things, they've been through things. Yeah. Stephen Adams, yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Adams is like a, a character out of Game of Thrones.
2: That was what I was going to say. I was like, he's just from the North type shit. Yeah, exactly. He a guy. He's a wildling type vibe. Yeah.
1: That's what Melo said, that he was like like a Game of Thrones character.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, that was at the top of my mind when he was about to say it.
1: Yeah, when he played uh, OKC. But, yeah, just to wrap up the the Knicks portion, like, basically, the Knicks are kind of like a couple games under 500. They've slid back. They're still technically in a play-in picture. But, you know, they don't really have – much of a chance to get in the playoffs if things don't really change and moves don't really are made. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't. I don't expect Julius Randle to be traded at the deadline. I think that's a big deal. I, so I'm like, gonna I,
0: wrap. I'm gonna wrap it up by saying like, hopefully, whatever does happen from this, um, we we do invest in our development of our young guys more. We go a little younger. De'Aaron Fox is still young. We traded for Cam Reddish. He's young. RJ's young mitch is young iq's young obi's young like let's continue to develop these guys because the success know. we had the year before me and you eric not this guy he's he's used to success but uh the success that not the have really. had that's crazy before, to say
2: right <laughs> i'll take <dig> it <laughs>
0: the the success they had kind of made me feel like people were already quick to jump ahead and be like oh shit, now we can get like Game Lillard. Like, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but um, all I yeah. say is
1: chill out, Nick fans. Chill out. It's been a frustrating season, but guess what? You got all your draft picks. You got a couple nice young players potentially. It ain't the end of the world. Anybody can be traded. Russell Westbrook has been traded, what, two, three times in the last couple of years? Yeah. <laughs> Every year be easy. Recently. Be easy. And he's yeah. making like $50 million a year. So we Speaking don't got nobody on the team who makes that. If,
0: if y'all yeah, get De'Aaron Fox,
2: right. though, for Julius Randle, that's that's another W for New York. So, I'll take that. Uh, that would be fire. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I'm not rooting against man. the Knicks.
2: I'm not rooting against the Knicks. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> be...
1: but, Sometimes yeah. the, I don't give a fuck either. So. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see that. I would,
0: I would like to see that, potentially, if, if that was to happen. Um... But, yeah, speaking of Russell Westbrook, I don't know why, but I feel like it just reminds me of another person who kind of came up with him uh, when they first when he first came in the league, and it's James Harden. And he's another man who has been traded a couple times as well. And recently, just last year, got traded to the Brooklyn Nets, and now there's rumors of the Sixers trying to go all out and trade for him mm-hmm. this year.
1: So, yeah. I mean... Darryl Morey, the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers, was the GM of the Houston Rockets. He's the one that traded for Harden when Harden was still on OKC. He built the Houston Rockets around Harden, believed in him as a number one option, saw something in him. He ended up, you know, working out and ended up being true. Harden, what? Uh, how many MVPs he's won? Two or one? I know he's been he's a finalist a couple of times, but I think he's won at least one. Long story short. Harden is when it's all said and done is going to go down as one of the best two guards to ever play the game. You got the numbers to back it up. Um, But, yeah, since since Daryl Morey took the GM job with Philadelphia. Every last year, everybody thought that it was inevitable that he was going to try to go after James again Uh, at the deadline last year. There was a lot of talks involved with the Sixers and the Rockets. It didn't end up working out. Um, He ends up going to Brooklyn. And now it looks like that James is not really liking the way things have been going with the Nets. Kyrie is now back. I don't know how much that has to do with things. Durant is hurt. So the Nets apparently, according to reports, Kind of are more inclined to do a deal now and have been in discussions with Philadelphia, which is surprising to me. So it's like it's
0: weird. It's weird to me how this all played out for Brooklyn because, like, we still haven't even seen these guys guys be able to play bro, a full season together. They're still
2: championship contenders right now. Like right now, they're still you could still be like, they're championship contenders. Like like
1: people were so? still
2: they still probably have. They still probably, if I go on FanDuel right now, they still probably have top two odds of all NBA teams to win the chip.
1: Do you, do, you, do you really believe that though?
2: I think if they're all healthy, yeah. Okay, but, once but, Durant is back, but, if Kyrie's playing more, like, yeah. Okay, but that's different, right? But so that's like- but but that's the thing, and and to to me, like the the fact of the matter is, by the time playoffs come around they're going to be in a much better situation. I find it kind of so – I'm going to call James Harden soft for this if the rumors are true, if he's, you know, kind of upset and frustrated with – I mean, he did say he was frustrated, but I, I don't know if that's Kyrie, whatever. He's frustrated because, obviously, he wants to be performing better as a team. Cool, right? But if the rumors are true that, like, he's so frustrated to the point that he kind of wants to go somewhere else, that's super soft for James Harden because, like, bro, like – you're in a you situation guys, where you got KD, right? Shot, like- KD, yeah, give it a fucking chance, bro. Yeah, I understand KD's hurt right now, but he's going to be back, right? It's not like he's done for the year, you know? To fucking grind it out, right? I know Kyrie's not fucking there every game. Like, Harden's hurt right now, isn't he? Like, Harden just missed like two games or something. Like, bro, grind it the fuck out, bro. Why are you so like, you want Kevin Kevin Durant?
1: Kevin Durant knows how to pick teammates, right? He really knows how to pick teammates. I mean, he aligned with Kyrie Irving. Listen, Kyrie's a phenomenal basketball player. When he plays, he's one of the best in the world. Take it none away. He hasn't Mm. been playing this season, everybody knows. His vaccination stance, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but even before that, like Kyrie had questions about whether he even wanted to play basketball on a full time basis. Mm-hmm. He talked about sitting out for various reasons and stuff, you know, had interest in other fields. So it's like KD makes a commitment. He's the only one that is signed long term on the Nets out of the big three. Harden is going to be a free agent this offseason, and so is Kyrie Irving. So, I can't think of many other teams outside of the Nets who are going to give Kyrie Irving a max deal, especially with, you know, the perception is, is this guy could just retire at any moment. Is he is his heart all the way in basketball and all these things? So it's crazy to me how this Nets situation is unfolding because when they put Kyrie and Durant together, people automatically penciled them in for a title. And then last year when they made that move, it was like, oh, it's over. And everybody's saying this is unfair. They ended up playing 19 games together so far. A part of me,
0: though, felt like. It was 19-0. No, I'm just saying. You would think, right? Should be. But uh, a part of me, though, felt like luck wouldn't allow it to be successful.
2: That's like that's it's like weird,
0: but know, like when huh?
2: Drew had Christian McCaffrey and Saquon the same year, and it's like, eh, the universe ain't gonna let that happen.
0: Yeah, like that kind of thing. It just it just felt like it. it. Maybe it's it's more so says something about
1: the organization. Well, let me ask let me guys ask you a question. So I was having this discussion with somebody relating to these type of deals these these deals to form super teams.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You saw the Nets trade away Jared Allen, who is now an all-star for the Cleveland Cavaliers. They traded him away in the deal to make for James Harden. They traded Karis Levert to the Indiana Pacers in a separate deal. I believe they also, didn't they trade him with you or they let him go?
0: They, I, let him, I, they let, him, let him
1: go. They let him walk, right? Because he was a free agent. So they traded a bunch of young pieces and draft picks in order to get James Harden. Now, okay, James Harden is worth that if he's going to make the commitment to stay to the team. So now, if the Nets don't go through the with the proposed deal for Ben Simmons, right, and trading Ben Simmons, and they just let Harden walk in the off season. like. What is the cost of that now to their franchise going forward? Like, how do they make improvements on this team? You know, like, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate. Listen,
2: listen. Ben Simmons don't want to play neither. So. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck? Like... Right.
0: And why is Ben Simmons' name, like, notoriously tied to the New York market, whether it's the Knicks? Because his name also came up. Um, In a in a discussion about potentially him and Tobias being packaged or some shit like that for Julius Randle and more fucking options, and now this Brooklyn fucking situation, bro. If he can't survive in Philly, he will never survive New York. He could
1: though. He could, and the only way he could it's because New York got the with success. No. The only way he could is if Kyrie and KD are healthy. If they're healthy, he could survive more on the paper. on the Brooklyn
0: Nets. Probably. Oh yeah, that's in, that's nasty. Those, with those if, terms.
2: If he not shooting on the Brooklyn Nets because he got Kyrie and KD next to him, that's forgivable. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. but just best give believe, every it, shot. best believe,
0: even with a healthy Kyrie and KD shooting for him and taking the load and the pressure off him from not having to score. If he has an opportunity to shoot a layup and he's wide open, or dunk and he passes, he's gonna get fucking chewed up.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he'll be in that level. I don't think he'll be in that predicament playing with them if everybody's hitting on all cylinders and they're healthy. Because I think they take so much of the scoring lower. I think he could. I think he would be able to play freely. That's if, bro, if they put the ball in his hands and let Gotta him be that throws. that stretch that uh that point five. They let him be that point center and they play small with him at the five, KD at the four, Kyrie back to his point guard position. Like, it's, it's something it's, it could be something, but.
2: Okay, but like, think about Harden instead. Like, that should, should be something. Be that should be even more. Harden
1: <laughs> like, more, yeah. Right? Like, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? Um, obviously, I'm not saying that it's. A, I
2: mean, obviously, and there's obviously a uh what Ben Simmons could bring defensively. Oh yeah. As so yeah. like yeah I understand True. that argument but
1: he could he changed, at like, the five. Yeah you know what I mean like that's that's a you can't you can't overstate that.
0: Yeah. Shit, they might need to put him at the five.
1: Yeah. Yeah I mean they had Blake Griffin playing at the five last year at times and it, it wasn't that, that, that
0: times this year.
1: Yeah. And he's finished. Crazy. Blake Griffin is like what 32?
0: That's crazy.
2: It is I crazy. remember just yesterday he was jumping over cars and commercials. I
1: oh, know.
0: Him Ugh. and Ben Simmons will make a lot of money just being models. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <There you laughs> That's the on, takeaway. On that
0: note, <laughs> Ben Simmons and Blake Griffin traded to America's next top model. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but uh yeah man, so that's that's pretty much the trade talk, pretty much the the pod talk, the call the water talk, yes sir, that real shit, that New York shit, that Denver shit. You I'm know sure. what I'm saying? I don't, I don't rep Denver. Just, just I, like <laughs> like, I ain't never been there in my life. I'm fucking around. Imagine <laughs> one day we like have like a fan base, a following. They, everyone thinks you from Denver. We just go with that <laughs> for like every episode. Like, yo, shout out to yeah, my man Denver in Denver.
2: Zone. Denver zone.
0: Nah, but, but yeah. um, yeah, man. So, man, what a, what a, what a week. A lot of things we talked about and shit and, and uh you know I look forward to putting this out, getting the feedback from the people, you know what I'm saying, and continuing to stay consistent with this and talking with you guys next week. I feel like, you know, this was a great episode. We had a lot of laughs, we had a lot of serious conversations and um did we? we did actually we talked on a lot I think of we attempted <laughs> I, I'm uh, yeah. the only one that kind of like joked around and, and nah, broke the I ice else this would have been a straight CNN episode <laughs> 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 nah, but um yeah man I appreciate you guys you know as always and I'll see y'all next week you know if y'all want to sign off you know you know put your handles out there where the people can follow y'all you know um, I am your boy, Faking No Moves. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, you know, all that cool shit, you know. Faking all no Moves, F-A-K-I-N-N-O-M-O-V-E-S.
1: Holla. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm Eric BNYC. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Eric BNYC, Eric with
2: a K. I'm Working Genius, W-O-R-K-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S. Just like you see it on the screen, you can follow me on Instagram, follow me on youtube and uh make sure y'all follow no politics network on instagram definitely Uh, no politics sports on instagram no politics network on youtube as well Uh, like
0: comment subscribe
2: yes sir you know what i'm saying
0: definitely Definitely.
2: that's all i got